Greetings and salutations. Ah, welcome. It is November 2nd. Isn't it wonderful? It's cold, it's drizzly, soon the snow will be here. And I say it's wonderful subjectively because personally, I prefer the heat of the place where my greatest love is, and that is the heat of the Philippines. But perceptions are perceptions. I can stay inside and still have a good day and not be a part of this cold, dreary, rainy weather. And another person wants to be outside in it, doesn't mind the cold, doesn't mind the fall. It's all perception. I like my perception. I like the warm, sunny. Um, it takes care of so many things. I don't suffer as much physically or mentally when there is sun and warmth. But on the other hand, can I take the attitude and bear the winter? Or bear the winter until I can go home? I consider the Philippines my home. Um, when you find so much love, so much you appreciate, a place that makes you well, I mean healthy physically. I don't mean uh, Joe's bar down the street or anything like that, because that doesn't make you well. An overconsumption of alcohol makes you sick. What can make your mind well? Mindfulness comes to mind. You see, I do a meditation called mindfulness breathing. That's where you just focus on your breathing in and your breathing out. Uh, mindfulness is you are maintaining a moment-by-moment -moment awareness of basically yourself. You're maintaining, you're keeping check, rather, of uh, how you feel, how what you are experiencing. Uh, but what do you do with this? Okay, yeah, so now you know. Didn't I know before? Well, maybe or maybe not. Some people are pretty shocked and surprised that when they begin mindfulness and they get it, that... It is, they're not such a great person. You see, and that's where mindfulness is great because then you can take steps to change this. I can re recollect the time when I first got to the Philippines, I was grumpy and horrible about everything. Oh my gosh, least little thing happened. I'm like, look, look what he did. Oh my gosh, it's not going to get fixed. Oh, fix this. Uh, a recollection comes and I bring myself back to this often. Uh, it is to be mindful and to keep myself in check of my anger. A young gentleman was running electrical line in the Philippines. They put it in the ground. I don't, you know, there's wires, I guess, but I think those communication wires. Anyway, he had to run this conduit in the ground and bring it to the house. So 
one of the ways he was doing that wasn't with a pickaxe or a jackhammer. It was with a nail uh, shoved through a piece of bamboo. And I kind of facilitated the accident because I noticed how dull his nail had gotten. I had decided to reach in and grab a big, huge spike and give him another nail. <laughs> well, he poked a hole through the water line. Water was fizzing up, and he goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And water was just coming up and coming up. I thought it was for forever. All I could think of is my water bill. And then when he turned the water off, all I could think of was, oh, my gosh, the water off. I can I be without water? How are we going to do dishes? I was angry. And then I turned to talk to my beloved, beautiful wife. I said, can you believe this? Can you believe that what's happening? I can't, He better get this fixed. And she turns to me and says, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. That made me stop and think. Why wouldn't you be interested in this stuff? Well, maybe perhaps because the guy knocked on the door said he's going to take care of it and he's going to fix it. See, I made one fatal mistake. There were quite a few people that lived in the same compound as I did. And they were all the same. Um... When they said we're going to fix it, there's no telling when. And rather than settle down and sit down and just wait for it to happen, I thought somehow the best way to take care of this was to rant and wait, rave as quietly as I could and stomp around in my house and wait to pounce on this guy when he didn't fix the pipe. Geez, you know, I think back and I could have gone and helped him. Where was my mindfulness? No, I, there was no mindfulness. I didn't experience anything moment by moment. I was looking ahead at what was going to happen, and I had no way of knowing. I prejudged this guy. That was wrong. I don't know enough about this person to prejudge him. That's when I started thinking, hey, maybe I don't have to be this way. So anytime I ran into a situation or I still run into a situation, I asked my I asked myself, is this something to be upset about? Yeah, maybe because I got to be without water, but for how long? It wasn't going to be days. It wasn't going to be hours, maybe an hour. In fact, it was 45 minutes. So with anything in life now, I look ahead. I mean, you can live in fear. There goes that fear again. By prejudging situations instead of looking to see what was is going to happen. But isn't that something? You can stop. You can look. You can listen 
you can see what's happening moment to moment. But if you get angry, you get upset, you freak out over everything, you will not. For some people, I, I assume daily life is, is frightening and dangerous. There's lots of places here in America. You don't know if you're going to walk out that door and there's going to be a drive-by shooting and you're going to catch a cross bullet. Heck, I know you don't even have to be outside to catch a stray bullet from a gang shooting. But these people live their life. Um, some in fear, some moment to moment. Some people have already lost hope. But we're going to set them aside. And we're going to talk about individual people. Are you in a situation where you're in danger all the time? Probably not. Do you get upset? I mean, seriously, do you get upset at the silliest, dumbest things I know somebody got upset because a some hats and gloves were left on a table. The same place where the individual leaves their hats and gloves. But now you see the table looked messy. Really? Do you not have a heart? Come on. It's cold. Uh, people are in a rush. Maybe they're going to work. Was it needed to get upset because there's hats on the table, the same place you set, they set theirs? I doubt it. See, I don't know everything from the other side of the individual, but uh, yeah. Personally, I would have to say from my perspective, a no. And if you do get upset for some silly reason... Do you, um, hmm. lost a train of thought. My screen just blinked on and off. Is it a good reason? Now, I would hate to hear anybody say yes, because they left their hat there. Because let's really think about it. Now, this goes beyond mindfulness. Let's really think about it. A hat and a set pair of gloves on a table, maybe perhaps not where you would like them, but, and if they're not even in your way, why do you care? And if you care, and there is a good reason, why not say, hey, but, hey, can you please move these? You know, Scientists say that you can retrain your brain. And every time you stop and think about a situation and assess whether or not it's something to be upset about, and please, I, I would hope it would be something more than you just don't want it there or it shouldn't be there or it's on my table. I don't have gloves there. Because hey, let's think about that. 
Is that really a catastrophe? Can you not just ask this person not to put them there? And is it worth it? Just like the water line. Water lines are essentially made out of a type of plastic. That's how they put a hole in it. It's water squirting everywhere. Ah, but that's all it was. It's water squirting everywhere. And I was more focused on the water squirting everywhere and my pocketbook than I was with the fact that the individual was going to take care of it. He even told me he's going to take care of it. Yeah. I was a real louse. Here's another thing. People that say they're sick. Oh my gosh, they go to the doctor frequently. Yeah, they have some medical problems. But they invent more problems. And what a way it looks to me is they invent these problems. One, of course, the all-fired reason of getting attention. Two, it's an excuse to stay the same. If I'm sick with this, I don't have to change these other things. Now, mind you, they may not even have that disease that they said they had. In fact, I know a few people that say, oh, I'm sick with this and I'm sick with that. Um, and I know people that are sick, have these things, and yet they still surpass. And then you get told, well, you can't compare me to them. You don't know what I'm going through. And, you know, on a strong level, the... They could be right. I don't know what they're going through. So there it is for me. Is it worth it for me to try to change this? Or should we just let it lie? I've got a certain amount of fight in me. If I see a friend or somebody I care about and they seem to be stuck in this rut. They're a prisoner, seemingly, of their own mind. I want to fight that. Because, my gosh, I, I, uh, look what I found. I finally found beauty in the world. And I want someone else to feel that, too. How do you feel? What is your idea? Is it worth arguing or is it worth shutting our mouth, retraining our brain to, you know, let this person be their person, the, their own person. Let them deal with life on their own terms. In the end, I think that's all we have. I think the thing you, the, the people you should fight were, with or for are your friends and family. But who's to say that you have an, any, any better of an idea of how to live than they do? Huh? No. You can talk to them. You can give examples. But don't dress for battle. 
the saying, lead by example. It's their choice whether they want to follow it or not. And that is mindful too. Respect a person's choice. We see movies of people rushing in to save the day or persons person stands up, I'll watch him for you as this catastrophe and villain is coming to kill them. And the hero comes in and snatches them up anyway and runs away. I was told once that I don't have to be captain of the world. And I don't. And if you do have to be captain of the world, pick your battles. How about starting with ourselves? I'm not a perfect individual. And I know other people that aren't. And if it's that annoying, maybe a nice, gentle say to say, or not so gentle, if that's how the person hears, hey, you're doing this. And I noticed in the past, you weren't that way. Nine times out of ten, if the person really strongly doesn't want to be bothered, they're not going to be bothered. They're not going to hear or listen to you. But at least you did what you could. We have to take care of our own lives first. I had to learn that not everybody's going to hose me over. Just wait. Doesn't have to be an hour, doesn't have to be either. Just wait a few moments to assess the situation and then go through. Talk to an individual who you think has made a catastrophe of their life. Tell them you love them. Tell them the issue you see. Back up. See what they do with it. I am not for giving a person completely up. But I won't harbor a person's bad habits. I won't harbor drug use or alcohol or I mean these things kill you. A person can have my love but they can't use me. They can't depend on me to get money for more stuff. But I will listen. I will listen to these people, but you, I, I feel that it has to be the way it is. They want a ride to rehab. If they want a ride to a psychiatrist, if they want to hear what I think, then I will tell them. I cannot tell you how much my life has relaxed since I started worrying about myself and mine. I have a son. I'll worry about him forever. I'll worry about him all forever. So, 
I kind of blathered on, but I hope I made some kind of a point. Change yourself first. Become aware of your own habits and your own stipulations. If you're in a bad, well, you feel you're in a bad situation, make the best out of it. Make the best out of it and do yourself a favor. If it's that bad, try and get out of it. Change the situation any way you can in the least little bit to either make it bearable or to live a decent life. A decent life is not having a ton of money. It is not having the best TV or electronics or cell phones or even the greatest pair of sneakers that you can get because they're that stylish. Me, I need a pair of sneakers that fit my foot because I have foot problems. Age, let me tell you, it's it's amazing. <laughs> but I think for now, I'm going to part, sign off. I hope, again, you were able to get something out of this. I'll try to have my thoughts more organized next time. Hey, good luck and Godspeed.